Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Stay a While and Listen, a segment where two long-winded gas bags basically tell some stories of what is surely the most self-involved segment on this fine podcast. But I, have, I of course, am Elroy OMJ, and joining me once again is an individual who ranks number one on the Disney XD Fan Club leaderboard. He is... <laughs> Freemole, woo! Would love me my <laughs> Disney XD man. That is, uh, there's some, there's some tape of me enjoying that fine programming. I don't even think that exists anymore. Uh, that's how short lived <laughs> it was. It was, it was brutal. Uh, how you doing, Elroy? I'm, I'm doing. So this has been a day. This has been one of those, you know, post winter break things. Uh, you know, get kids get a little squirrely here in Minnesota. It's, it is cold, <laughs> and uh, you know, pretty. Tight confined spaces leads to illness, and uh, well, let me let me just paint the picture here for you. All right, so my daughter, she's seven and a half. Uh, she had her first sleepover last night, um, oh boy. and so that that involved having three of her seven year old friends over at her house. <laughs> and so, you know, you can only imagine when it's your first time having a sleepover with your buddies, a bunch of young little girls, it gets real chatty. And those girls definitely don't go to sleep when they should. Uh, now, my daughter coming into this being sick now has gone like five hours of sleep, has now gone into a full-blown conjunctivitis. I mean, she has pink eye like you wouldn't believe and uh, oh, gee, and so what kind of party was this? Yeah, it was it was Pika? pretty wild. It was pretty wild. <laughs> I myself right. thought it was a good idea. Then after the you know they went to bed late, so I went to bed late. I thought you know it'd be a good idea. I should wake up at five a.m. and go to the gym uh, for oh. an hour and a half. That was a <laughs> terrible idea, Elroy. <laughs> so my arms and shoulders, it was it was upper body. So I am just screaming right now. Uh, and then because of my daughter's pink eye, we had to bring my. Uh, my family over is my dad's birthday today. He's 65, and so we are celebrating uh, his his birthday here because you know we want to quarantine my daughter away from them. And and it just so happens that my brother and sister in law uh, went out of town for their their holiday, and so they want us to watch the dogs. Okay, wow. so I, house yeah, there. I've got one dog. <laughs> uh, they have two. And they, uh, the one of their dogs is is a thirteen year old tiny little teacup sized dog, real little, um, old as can be, right? Thirteen. She's had this tumor in her mouth for about four months now, and they said like she's gonna, like, she's circling the drain. So just whenever it's like uncomfortable or bad for her, then you're gonna want to take care of it. But she's still eating. She's still happy. She's doing all these kind of things that like a normal dog would do. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a tumor that eventually will, you know, take her life, but she's fine. And so, hey, we're watching the dogs, and it's like, okay, <laughs> this, you this take a dark turn. Yeah, this really did. You have, <laughs> when you're taking care of animals, your one job is to make sure they survive. And oh sure enough, uh, you know, dogs go outside, hit the bathroom, they come back in, we give these treats, and this little dog uh, ruptures her tumor on a treat. And is bleeding all over my living room. I mean, like, just, <laughs> there's just puddles of blood everywhere. I mean, it looks like a oh, horror boy. show in here. And it's like, <laughs> my wife and I are just thinking, oh, my God. Like, the one day we have to watch this dog and she dies on us. Like, how? Anyway, she's fine. We clean the blood up. Carpet cleaner. Resolve the hell out of it. But goodness <laughs> gracious. So I'm, like, sweating buckets here because it's just been one stressful evening after another. Um how has your holiday been? You got well, you got school well, I mean, break. You got no cares yeah, in the world. I mean, it was, it was a pretty crazy day today over here. You know, we hit man. I think we dipped down. May have got below fifty today, and so I was I was a little chilly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully it's it's gonna be sixty four on Monday. So I think I'll be I'll be good to go. But it's as gonna far be as... negative five on Tuesday <laughs> for us. I'm really looking forward God. to that. Hey, yeah. Good luck with that. You know, there's a lot of room down south and. Uh, but uh, as far as dog shenanigans go, Giggle Pig was up to her normal uh, shenanigans this morning. It was more tomfoolery than shenanigans, sure. but um, I looked out on the porch this morning. There was a dead mole, and I was like, oh, man, not a dead mole. Those things stink. You ever smell a dead mole? I haven't smelled a dead mole. Now, when I think <sighs> of a mole, like, I don't know what southern moles are like, because we have, like, field mice that are pretty much our moles. But, like, I get no, this image in my head that you're talking about, like, a, you know— 
large, like football-sized animal. How big are these? <laughs> how big are these moles? Yeah. No, I, I would imagine a football-sized mole would look like a possum, and uh, we've already covered those <laughs> on the podcast before. But a mole, mole's like it looks pretty much like what you see on Banjo Kazooie when he's not in hell. But they're like, <laughs> uh, like little tiny little things, and they got little tiny web feet, and then they got like a, a little tail coming off them, and so. What really stuck this one into my brain this morning was that there was a, a an extra appendage today, and mm. so I uh, I'd never seen this before. But apparently the the mole died very happy. I'd never seen a mole erection. Oh boy! And so I, <laughs> it was he was just hanging it all out there, and I was like, when I was <laughs> I got the shovel out there and was scraping it off the thing to throw over the fence, and uh, we got this fence one. Once something goes over the fence, it's gone forever. Sure. So I, I throw Christmas trees, I throw moles, I throw giggle pig. <laughs> she throws herself, but <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. But I just found that pretty odd. I did. It was it was impressive. Don't get me wrong. For his I, size, this <laughs> this mole erection was quite 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 something. You know, so. and I I don't want to get too detailed <laughs> with this, but I'm curious if you could give me a a ratio. Uh, oh, maybe man, if it was it. comparative to a human, uh, uh, that, that at least helps me uh, identify. Uh, we can keep I it vague. Say, I would say it was probably about the equivalent of a forearm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and you got to wonder, you know, is he like the Ron Jeremy side of <laughs> the mole kingdom? or well, it's possible that all these other dead moles have had erections as well, but they just weren't as endowed as this mole, and sure. I just didn't notice, or yeah. that Giggle Pig chewed it off or what have you. I mean, <laughs> but this one was in pretty good condition, so I got a good look at it. So. Delightful. Yeah, Delightful. there you go. So that leads us right into what we're talking about today. I'm ready. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> well, maybe not, but... Anyhow, on Stay a While and Listen today, we are doing our end of year story. So the year's almost at an end. 2018's almost gone. You bet it is. More days, and I don't know, by the time you listen to it, it might be gone already. So who knows? But picture this as an end of the year celebration where we each have a couple of memorable 2018 moments or experiences we like to share. Uh, a lot of game talk. So I've divided mine up into the good, the bad, and the Chivos. I was going to go with the good, the bad, and the grindy. But Grindy's not fun it, to listen to. Yeah, exactly. It's barely fun to be, do. Yeah, I, I, said, I didn't think it was going to be a good story. You know, it's like, so the achievement, you know, jump stars, jump 10,000 times. So I hit A. Then I hit A again. I was listening to so <laughs> many good podcasts. Then I hit an A again. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so how did you divide your categories up? You know, I just I, have I just have three kind of fun highlights of the year. Uh, you know, there's a best game, a couple moments that I really enjoyed. So I, you know, it was a pretty overall good year for gaming. And surprisingly, I think because of Game Pass, I actually played a decent amount of new releases. Like I typically don't. You know, when I when I get to a end of year voting. And it's like, hey, okay, here's the four games you played that released this year. And it's like, well, geez, I played 70 games, and they were all released in Uh-oh. 2010. Uh, so <laughs> it's nice to have, you know, some kind of new, fresh things to talk about. Well, cool. All right. Well, we, uh, I'll let you – well, we're, we're kind of doing a uh, game, uh, like, end-of-year celebration, so you kind of like award ceremony. So, right. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to start off. I got two different categories in the good section. So my first category is best game franchise I finally discovered this year. So this category is like for well-known and off-played game franchises that most gamers have seemingly played, but which I have I, – I typically play garbage games, so I'll probably never touch those games. Example, I've seen your list. You, you, <laughs> you showed me your game list, and it is yeah. full of garbage. It is, yeah. It's it's a dumpster fire. It so, really is. Yeah. So I've never played Halo, for example. I've never played like a non-Fast and Furious version of Forza. I've never played Battlefield. I've never played Tomb Raider. I've never played Destiny. Never a single match of Fortnite. I've played none of these. None of these franchises were the ones that I nominated this year because I still haven't touched any of them. <laughs> But there's always next year. Sure. So, your nominees are Minecraft, oh, Overcooked, boy. and Spyro. So those and are three we, games that you played this year. Three franchise, franchises, franchises, franchises. Yeah, I guess okay. ga- games, franchise. Yeah, same. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and one of these takes the winner. I'm ready. Yeah, hold on. All right. 
and the winner is. Is that the crumple roll? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Clever. Oh, oh, yeah, thank you. Spyro. Oof. All right, so here you go. How so, old is this franchise? <laughs> so, first up, Minecraft. I talked about this on the last very sequential segment. Uh, I talked about it a lot. Uh, I didn't really play it, per se, but there's a couple of those Chivo worlds out there, so mm. I, I got all the achievements. So if you've never played Minecraft, just kind of look at the walkthrough. You'll figure out eventually how to do the Chivos. And if that still doesn't work, there's this delightful guy named Waka. Uh, he'll help you, and uh, you get tons of points quick. But that didn't win, so Overcooked. I'm always down for some couch co-op especially on Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Yeah, avoid that boring grown-up talk. Mm -hmm. uh, and on this Thanksgiving, we had Bros of War Judgment Day, and that just wasn't cutting it, so we needed something a little better. So I had it overcooked, and I just was like, oh, let's try it. I hear it's really good. And so uh, it was an enjoyable game to play with my nephew. Absolutely. We didn't have to shoot. Yeah, we didn't have to shoot anybody in the face this time and uh, scored 351 points. Uh, but I think next time we sit down and do it, we'll uh, get another hundred, eh, another three hundred. There's a couple of one hundred and fifty point chivos we're getting kind of close to. Yeah. But yeah, That's but anyhow, we're not. Completion. It really. Yeah, is. we're not. We're not going to get the rest. We were not three star chefs by any stretch. Oof. So yeah. So have you played uh, those two? I've played Overcooked by myself. I try. I thought it'd be oh. a great one. Like, hey, you know what? My life. My wife likes cooking. It's a simple control <laughs> scheme. This would be a fun. Her and I were working together. Uh, let me introduce her to this. And she played one match. Uh, one one map with me. And uh, I could see it was gonna lead down to uh, divorce. So <laughs> we opted to just leave it at one. And so I've played solo quite a bit. Remember the good times. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, you know, and I I think I'm four worlds done. So I've have, I have, I got like three achievements left, but. Are, are you a three-star chef or you just kinda... I'm, I'm a, you know, so if it's like a, a food truck, like I'm a three-star uh -huh. food truck chef. But once you get into oh. the classy, like, space and forest worlds, I'm barely, I can't even do a one-star. Like, that's, <laughs> I can't even pass those. That's That's just right. dreadful. All right. I mean, you throw well, tomato it, on those burgers, that, that we're just getting, that's just crazy talk. <laughs> well, you got to throw out the buns because, you know, those carbs. But Carbs, yeah. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, you get those out. So, Spyro, that was my winner. So, I knew I knew of Spyro. I knew it existed. I knew there's this purple dragon out there, but I never played it. So, I did some research to kind of figure out why I never played it. So, it came out in 98. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I was in college. Uh, when it came out, and so I would love to say that it was because I was off studying my butt off to be this wonderful, successful teacher, but no, that wasn't it. It's because I was an N64 man, so if I wanted to play a cutesy 3D platformer, I wasn't going to pick up this dragon. I was going to pick up you know, Mario or uh, one of the 100 N64 3D cutesy 3D platformers, but more likely, I would be picking up GoldenEye and playing the you know the couch co-op with three of my buddies on that. For sure. Which, yeah, and if you're going to play that, you got to go with Odd Job with the golden gun. He's a cheater. I mean, he is, man. You, can, you can't hit the guy. Yeah, he's too the, freaking even short. The developers came out and said that he, his hitbox is actually smaller than everybody else's. Uh, yeah, Odd Job. Everyone fought for Odd Job, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Even though Jaws was cooler, but yeah, Jaws was super cool, but man, his hitbox was like <laughs> Shoot, a man, barn. He was like the size of <laughs> you couldn't hit him, yeah, man. Woo. Yeah. So yeah, so Spyro Fufu got the collection. He's my game share partner. Um, <laughs> one second. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, so I got to play this, and so when I played it, I had no nostalgia. I didn't know anything about Spyro. I just played it for what it was. So I came in fresh, and so. This collection is a collection of the three Spyro games, if you haven't ever heard. And so I think it's Spyro 1, Spyro 2, and Spyro 3. I don't know that that's their official name. Nope. And I'm not interested in finding out. So the first one was kind of charming. I, I enjoyed it. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. But I only played about a quarter of it because I was involved in the GTAS-TT. And so I saw the ratios of the third game in it, and I was like, ooh, I can do the same amount of work and get about twice as many, you know, TA scores. So I skipped over to the third one and skipped the first one, the rest of the first one, skipped the second one altogether, and went to the third one. And much like any third in the series, 
it kind of got away from what I enjoyed in the very few moments of playing the first one. And it's just like, what is this? There's like some annoying money bear and they had like a character in each level. There's like a kangaroo and a monkey and a, and I'm like, isn't this a dragon game? What the hell are these monkeys and ray guns and kangaroo ladies? And I, I don't know. Anyhow, but regardless, I really enjoyed it. And it took me back to my college days where 3D platformers were king and are all the rage. So it was redone nicely. The graphics were nice. They were smooth uh, and responsive. Now, you got to keep in mind the last 3D uh, platformer that I did was for my 500,000th point, which was Brave. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you played that one? I did. Ooh, that's Briefly. a It's not Oh, great. man. That camera, man. That camera. It's 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 playing defense. Honestly, it's playing defense. yeah, it's like <laughs> 3D. I mean, there's probably like 15% of all 3D platformers actually can have a manageable camera, and the other 85% are just hideous. Yep, that would be brave. But not Spyro. Spyro's in that 15%. Good, it's actually, that's great. Yeah, it was, uh, it was enjoyable. So, But the best thing about it is the achievement system. So... The Chivos, they come at regular intervals. And this is kind of why I like the game. It's like, wow, this is kind of cool. You can just kind of sit down. It's almost like a, uh, you know, when you need a, a quick achievement for a streak or something. Sure. And so you pull out a Telltale game. Well, there ain't going to be any more of those. So uh, the Chivo system in this game is pretty good. And you got a ton of it. There's three games. And so all you have to do is boot up a stage, and you can probably be done with it in about 15 minutes. Right. Uh, and so uh, they come in regular intervals. There's one for each level. And and it doesn't appear to be a completionist one for the completion. So some of these eggs are pains in the arse, man. I mean, like I it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like, this is going to take a while. I don't feel like doing this. And so what? You can skip them. It doesn't count against you. So, and if you ever want to go back, you can just pull up the menu and go straight to that world and go get it. So you get 3K gamer score, 5,700 TA, and an enjoyable throwback experience. So that is why I picked it as my most enjoyable new franchise I never really explored before. That's interesting. You know, I was never a PlayStation guy myself. I, I'm very much in the same boat as you with the Nintendo characters. And so, uh, you know, you had you had mentioned playing with the family. So my son and uh, my brother and I, uh, even my sister who's in from L.A., we all played Smash Brothers today on the Switch. And that, oh. I mean... There is some classic Nintendo characters right there. That is a oh, yeah. beautiful couch co-op experience. Uh, certainly yep. no achievements related, but you could see where, <laughs> if they actually implemented an achievement system, how much fun that would be. It really would be oh, great. Yeah. I hear you. So, yeah, the, uh, I, I think last time I saw it, the Super Smash Brothers, they had just added, uh, was it Mr. Game & Play, I think Game & Watch. Name. Yeah, Game & Watch. And so I was like, you know what? I actually have some of those old Game & Watches oh, from yeah. when I was a kid. And uh and I was like, wow, they actually made that character into somebody. I mean, I had that sure octopus they... one. Like, he's actually in the octopus thing is in the game. It's uh -huh. one of his attacks. He, like, the tentacle thing hangs down. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And that's actually, like, a down attack. It's super powerful. It's great. Nice. They added a bunch yeah. of new guys. Like, we, like, like Ridley from Metroid. The, they're super fun. And old Castlevania really takes mm -hmm. me back. I love Metroidvanias. Oh man, does he does he throw any wall turkey at somebody? I was or wall chicken. I I was spamming <laughs> the hell out of holy water, the cross boomerangs, which yeah. has no business being thrown and coming back to you, uh, and <laughs> and the high arc axes. Um, it is it is just delightful. Nice. But that so. game, Castlevania, reminds me of my favorite game of the year. It uh, sure. and and although it was not a Metroidvania, like I believed it was. It mm -hmm. is by far my 2018 game of the year, and that is Dead Cells. Um, so, like I said, I was on this misconception that it was a Metroidvania, and and when I went into it, there was this title. I, I really had no idea what it was, so apparently I have misconceptions, and all I knew was that the PC community loved it. And now that's always kind of dicey, because those guys are kind of elitist pigs, um, and they hate us console gamers, so I was nervous, <laughs> but... Having high expectations, no idea what I was getting into. It was a dis it could have been a disaster. I I have no idea. I honestly had no nothing about this game. I, I I don't think it's that one that's like the horror game in space. Nope. I think that okay. Dead space I know nothing with about the necromorphs. No, Dead Cells is a two D action platformer um, with rogue elements. So oh. you play you know about the first minute into gameplay, it is 
so silky smooth. I mean, the fluidity is just pinpoint platformer and like the responsiveness of this of like an awesome 2D fighter. Um, the, the, the rogue elements that are in there, I know a lot of people don't really like rogue elements where you just constantly are dying and you're having to start, you know, each, they grow on you. Yeah, each successive run. But the way that they have this implemented, it, it still feels like you're making good progress every time. Um, and you can really play it two different ways. So you can really take your time, focus, explore the whole map, go, you know, these deep, long 60 minute, hour, you know, two hour long runs and go deep, deep into the castle. Or, you can just blitz through there, reap the speedrun rewards as fast as you can, and just hope for the best. And either one <laughs> totally works because they reward right. you for going fast by giving you more loot to cash in. Now, granted, you're probably getting hit more, you're doing these other things, but you can just blitz through the whole level and not working for blueprints or any of that kind of stuff. Is um, the achievements the same, both approaches? or The achievements it, uh... are exceptionally difficult. Um Oh, you can get about one-third of them <laughs> by simply visiting all the locations. So every time you get to a new door that you haven't been to, oh, look at that. You visited the Slumbering Sanctuary for the first time. Congratulations. Mm. Or the Rampart. Hey, have some fun. But as far as completions go, it gets real dicey. Uh, so what ends up happening, and I have yet to do this because I'm just not that good, You, if you beat the game... Um, you do a successful playthrough, the boss drops these stem cells, okay? And a stem cell essentially is just a difficulty modifier. So you play through the same game, and the enemies hit harder, you have less ability to heal, uh, you take more damage, and you just keep playing through. And there's achievements, I think, for doing it with three stem cells and five stem cells. And there's one mode called Nightmare Mode, which you can't ever refill your health potion, uh, which is just insanity. Uh, there's also three significant bosses in the game, and there are achievements for beating each of those without taking a single hit. Uh, so the upper end of completions, very challenging. But in, <laughs> it sounds like a game I would never yeah, play. In terms of minute-to-minute -minute gameplay, it is just delightful. Um, I had so oh. much fun with this, and it has earned its spot, not only best game of 2018 for me, but it has also climbed into my top 10 games of all time. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What, what number? What number? It's toward the bottom, I would say, but I've never really um, fleshed out a list. I, I would I'd probably safely say 7 to 8, okay. but I, I couldn't possibly give you the top 10 right now. And even my 1 through 3 are in flux at all times. Um, <laughs> Which are? I know Fez is on that list. Um, that's another one of those just strange puzzle platformer things that I just absolutely love. And then you kind of got to go back a little bit. Like, I really like Resident Evil 4, uh, but I, I got another story for that for another day. Um, oh, fair enough. It, you know, it's one of those, those scary games that it doesn't sit well with me, and so I had some really good experiences uh, just because the nature of it being a scary game. Um, and the classic uh, Castlevania back in the day was you know just titular in uh, setting my love of the metroidvania um genre oh just glorious so those are kind of my top three but smash brothers is in there classic smash brothers love it uh you know metroid is in there I'm trying to think of recent games that that would fit but you know i just i just play so many games I now i can't really I Pen, I was say, I think down. time, time it almost has to have a little time so you don't have like a recency bias. Right. Where you're just thinking, yeah, oh man, it's the best thing ever. And then you're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it so, doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Know, maybe I got a little caught up there. So, well, it's, uh, I have a second category in my good, and Let's that is it. my most enjoyable and unexpected gaming experience of the year. So, I play a high volume of easy and bad games. We've covered this, mm -hmm. but. Uh, most are like junk food. So like I get my Chivo fix and then I move on to the next one. But however, a couple of times there's a few games that I just like inject right into my Chivo veins and like, I just like, Oh yeah. And then I realized that I enjoyed the game and that the, the, they're like my Chivo meth. So my nominees are Sega Mega Drive and Genesis classics and Sonic's ultimate Genesis collection kind of go together. Sure. Minute. Mm hmm. Bud Spencer, slapping beans. Oh, I, I got to vote for who I want to win, but I'm, I'm excited to hear the winner of this one. 
Guts and Glory. And? Funk of Titans. This is a deep category. Yes, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of... And the winner is... Guts and Glory. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That's so, a dark horse, as far as I can <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so, well, let me give you my rationale. So, uh, and then I'll, come, I'll circle the wagons and uh, get your vote on this one. So, Sega Mega Drive and Sonic Ultimate Genesis Collection. So, I got the 360 copy. I was just looking for some quick gamer score uh, for that tournament I keep referencing. And so, I found a 360 copy of that for five bucks. And I was kind of looking at the Chivos. Like, yeah, yeah, I can make this work. And so... I went and played that, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just, like, brightened my day. And so I immediately went on my Xbox One and bought the other one, the, uh, I don't know which one's which. I think uh, Sega Mega Drive might be the Xbox One one. I, I yeah, yeah, they have a Fine. bunch. Yeah, one's the 360, one's the Xbox One. But anyway, but much like uh, Spyro, man, this thing was retro, man. It <laughs> it had the feel. Oh, it just it just played right to my old my old self. And so I had a Genesis. I loved my Genesis. I played most of these games, and it was authentic. So you, like, fire up a game, and you watch the cartridge. It kind of goes into a, a, you know, a Genesis on your screen, and then it boots up and even goes to the Sega, you know, like the Sega part. They then, really went through uh, all that work, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, but also what's cool is they enabled all the cheats. And back in the cartridge days, you know, you had all these cheats and stuff. And oh, so I'll get Game Genie, say, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a Game Genie. And uh, we used to have books and stuff, and, and uh, mag- we had these things called magazines. Uh, but anyhow, so another cool feature is it's much like uh, the Rare Replay is that you can rewind. So if you screw up, you just rewind and try something different. So the, the even cooler thing is was the Chivos. So there's most of them were for doing something in one of the games. So if you fire up uh, Echo the Dolphin and you go and eat a bunch of fish, you get an achievement. Uh, or you fire up, uh, I don't know, whatever. You fire up different games, and you have to do some random thing in the game, and then you get your achievement, and then that's all your obligation to that game. So sometimes it's super quick. So like in Golden Axe, you basically fire up the game, and you use the magic, you get your achievement, and then you're done. And then others are not quite as quick. So like Sonic Spinball, you have to get 10 million, which is a little time-consuming. And some others are made quick, by using those old school cheats. So you go into the options menu and usually it involves like listening to some variants of uh, or order of all the sound effects or, or all the theme music. So like there's one on uh, Streets of Rage where uh, you have to get to the final boss without using the continue. And so you can punch in a code and get to the final stage. And so then you just have to get to the main boss and then it's over. And so it was like, I, I don't know why. I just really spoke to me, and I really enjoyed this game. It could have won. I mean, honestly, it, it could have won this one. And so, uh, but basically, you played these games long enough to get that nostalgic feel. So you're like, oh, man, I remember how, I remember when I used to play this. But once you get your achievement, you're done with it. So you don't actually play it long enough to realize how unenjoyable those games were. <laughs> and so you get your achievement, and you're out. And so it's like, it was the perfect time. And you're like, yeah, I was about sick of that game anyway. So. But you're like, you fired up, and you're like, oh, man, I remember this. And then, boop, boop, and you turn it off, and you're like, yeah, okay, that was cool. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. And so it was a perfect blend, so they got it right. So the next one was Minute, and that was a quirky little 8-bit style game where you basically have 60 seconds to get anywhere you want to go Is it uh, even before you die. It's like two colors. It's monochromatic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so... Yeah. Do I just really like these retro games or what? I mean, it, it was a cool concept. I've never seen really a concept like that where you basically are starting one point over and over and you only got 60 seconds to get somewhere before you die and anything you get co- like carries over. So I guess it's kind of roguelike, but not, not really. Oh, yeah. I don't know. And so, but eventually you can set up your bases elsewhere. But there's a lot of secrets in this game, lots of humor. Uh, involves uh, toilet and... Uh, it was just funny. It was a two to three hour completion. Lots of video guides out there. There's no reason why you shouldn't try that one. Bud Spencer slapping beans. I played a lot of really good beat 'em ups this year. I played Shack Fu, Coffee Crisis, and then this one. And I think, yeah, this one was definitely my favorite. But I've already covered this one on Review Raid 2. So if you want to hear like a boring 30 minutes on this game, <laughs> go listen to me there. And then Funk of Titans. That was a funky platformer. Uh, I actually 
I started in 2017, so it almost got disqualified from this list, but I played it so little that I, I, I went ahead and took it into 2018 uh, eligibility. So it's kind of like Ninja Pizza Girl for the, those who played that sure. awful one. Uh, but you just take away like all the millennial snowflake bullying <laughs> crap and then add in some catchy music and some awesome dancing. But, uh, but one thing that was notable about this game was that I actually looked forward to playing it. That doesn't happen very often. I play a whole lot of garbage. So I actually was at work thinking, man, I can't wait to get home and like fire up some Funka Titans and uh, go, you know. I think it was the catchy theme song we fired up. It's like, dun, 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 dun. and so then, I don't know. It was just pretty, it was enjoyable. And then none of the achievements are really that difficult. You just have to not suck at platformers. It's a $7 game. Go support it. Six to eight hour completion. And before I get to my winner, what are your thoughts? Which one were you pulling for? I, I, I watched the TA stream of Bud Spencer or Terrence Hill. I mean, that just spoke to it's me awesome. at, it's a, awesome at a deep game, level. Man. Yeah, It is. What, what did you like best about it? Those classic beat-em-ups. Um, yeah. you know, it, it just reminded me of the old quarter-munching arcade <laughs> cabinets. But yeah. it's done in such an irreverent way uh-huh. from like seventies television. It's just mm-hmm. it's just perfect. It is a it perfect is. mesh of you all those kid. things. For me, it introduced me. I never even knew who those people were. I never knew what it was. I thought it. I at first, well, I covered all this before, but I, I thought Wait, it was those like are real programmers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't man. know that. Yeah, I I. I can see you listen to review rate too, especially that part. Of it took forever. Did but, you uh, record that in November? I'm not in November yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know when it aired, but yeah, yeah, I I got so sucked in. I was like, man, I'm just really digging the tunes on this. Did they make these songs for it? Because it was kind of reminded me of Big Lebowski. It was like that laid back jams kind of sound, and I was like, man, this sounds too authentic. And so those were actually songs that they used in their movies, and they they were Italian actors and. Um. Yeah, they were like the big fat dude. He was uh like a Olympic winner in some swimming competition or some sort, and then and then he went to Hollywood, and then they like Italian movies galore. And uh, but yeah, and then the other guy was like a childhood actor, and they just kind of teamed up, and they made all these comedies, and a lot of the scenes in the game were from actual movies they did. So I'm like, I'm watching one right now on YouTube. Yeah, the it supermarket. Is brilliant. Yeah, it's like slapstick humor. They're like, it's just like the game, like the the gimmick with the big guys. He hits you, and you like, you know, spinning out of control, yeah. fly backwards thirty feet. You know, it's that kind of humor. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good uh, rabbit hole to go down. But I I literally downloaded all their songs and put them on my iPod and or my my iPod. I guess I don't have one of those anymore. But my iPhone and and uh, yeah, I listen to them in my 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 truck and just jam out with them. So. But that wasn't my winner. It, it should have been, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe maybe the Academy got it wrong because I sure love that game. I, am, I think it's because I, I, I didn't want to talk about it again. <laughs> I think it's because I already talked about it for so long. I want to talk about a different game, which is Guts and Glory. So have you played this one? No, I've seen it. Oh, I have not played oh, okay. it. Okay. Well, I had no idea going into this one. I had no idea what this game was. I was just looking for some points for that tournament. And so I saw it was a five to six hour completion and it had manageable ratios. They were all like in 1.5 to 2.15 ish. And so I was like, ah, I can handle that. And so, uh, but the description was on, on the, on true achievements was a platformer. And, but I read all the achievements and I was like, is this a racing game? I couldn't tell if it was a racing game or platformer or something, but it was on sale. So I went ahead and said, Hey, I'll give it a try. It's on sale. And so, even the logo art was terrible. Like the game art was awful. It's <laughs> yep. like some weird looking guy on a bike and he's like wearing way too tight clothes. And there's like some lady holding on. And it's like, what is this thing? And so there's like nothing about this game <laughs> that would make me want to buy it. I was like, what is, I don't know. And so I went ahead and fired it up and boy, I'm so glad I did. I mean, this was my kind of humor. It was like super dark, over the top, just ridiculous. It was so you have to complete courses, and so uh, that's what the achievements are related to. So you you complete a course. It has like ten, or I'm sorry, a section, and it has like eight courses in it. Uh, and everything on the course is trying to kill you. <laughs> it's like so you're just you're on this bicycle. You don't have any armor. You don't have any helmets or anything. You're just out for a stroll and. 
there's arrows flying at you. There's saw blades everywhere. There's cannonballs being shot at you. There's vehicles trying to run you over. There's lasers. There's everything. And so you get hit by this stuff. You might lose an arm or a leg, and it's like, you know, and like it just flies off, and there's like blood gushing out everywhere. And but you keep going, and so it only restarts when it views you as being completely <laughs> incapacitated, such as being cut in half by a saw, beheaded by a laser beam. Or those cannonballs, man. Those cannonballs, they don't mess around. They will utterly destroy you. So and when you become completely <laughs> you know, incapacitated, then it's like, oh, okay, you got to restart. But you can sit there and look at all your body parts just laying on the ground for a while and the blood just everywhere. Oh, ragdoll like and, you wouldn't believe. Yeah, oh, yeah, it just goes everywhere. And so uh, it's only $15 right now, but, you know, I might wait for it on sale like I did. But you might splurge on this if you're the kind of person – like, like laughs when people fall down or or maybe you laugh <laughs> just weird stuff like that but man this game was funny to me i just really enjoyed this game so it was it got my nod for my best unexpected gaming experience of the year gotcha i'm you know it the one moment the thing i remember from that and watching it on streams is when uh grandpa is riding his bike dragging grandma in a wheelbarrow or a wagon uh, and you got to keep grandma from falling out of the wagon. Um, <laughs> that was a hoot. Yeah, oh yeah, the whole game is man. It's just, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Oh man, I love that. That's game. funny. Um, you know, my favorite gaming moment of 2018, and I've talked about this on uh, the on the Z to Z podcast, so I won't go too deep into it here. But, um, you know, despite the abundance of negative discussion regarding you know Xbox's lack of content. This exclusive title, of course, Sea of Thieves, uh, I found one of my best gaming experience uh, of all time, not just 2018. And, and so, you know, the notion of hitting the high seas with your friends, just rife with adventure. Um, albeit, maybe just for a handful of hours. Uh, this game was the ZZ Game of the Month for April. And uh, it was, so it was after the, the first full month of release. It came out in uh, late March. So I said, okay, well, you know, as as one of the hosts, I'm going to stream this game and we'll get some of the community involved. And so, hey, cameras are on. It's got to be showtime. So I hit the seas with uh, Kingsman, who, who ironically also helped me on uh, my Minecraft achievement world. But uh, so Kingsman, Chin Doctor, and Cowboy Killer 360. Uh, now Kingsman had been playing since March, so he had a lot more experience than my fresh sea legs, and so I tried to follow his lead to make some progress toward those ridiculously daunting achievements um, that was set before us. Well, Chindakta had some some other ideas. He went for pure entertainment, and what that meant was griefing the hell out of our crew. Uh, so he would first drink himself stupid, stupid, and then he would just barf all over me while I'm driving the ship. <laughs> he would stand in front of the compass or climb up on top of the wheel and lay down so I couldn't see anything. Or just <laughs> simply take our treasure chests and throw them off the side of the boat. Um, you know, just, that's, that's standard etiquette in just, Australia. I mean, yep. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not that's silly not for there. being silly. But the best <laughs> moment, and, and it was all caught on video, was uh, when Chin Doctor decided to shoot all of our cannonballs off the side of the boat. And so when I was driving, you watched the stream, and I actually was like, did you just launch yourself out of the cannon? Like, no, no, in his pirate voice. So I'm just launching everything off the side. And Kingsman said, hey, you listen, you know, you probably shouldn't shoot all those just in case we get attacked by the Kraken. Of course, within minutes of him saying that, the ocean turns black <laughs> and the tentacled arms come bursting through the surface of the water and our ship was under siege by the mighty Kraken and we were woefully short on cannonballs. Um, <laughs> the battle itself was super fun. It was like ridiculous. We, I mean, we had no chance of winning. Um, absolutely enjoyable just trying to get together and, and you know beat this monster. At one point... I was ripped off the deck by one of these tentacled mouth arms or whatever they are. Um, I don't know if you've played this at all. It all comes in first person. So when the mouth grabs you off the ship, you're like in the jaws looking out of his mouth. And on the sides, you can see this like toothed uh, opening, almost like this kind of weird alien monster here. And, and then if you do enough damage, it'll uh, release you, but typically it just throws you across the ocean. And so you go just sailing through the air, first person, watching the ship go underneath you. Um, <laughs> it was just absolute pandemonium, and, and it's just a, such a fun experience. Now, 
you know, I have yet to go back to the high seas and and see what all that additional content that Rare has added since then. Uh, I, I should, especially since they dropped the achievement uh, requirements quite a bit. But I just distinctly remember that one moment in 2018 when it just got absolutely silly with uh, with with pirate adventures. <laughs> I have never played that game. Likely because the achievements are stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Even with the adjustments, uh, the nerfing of them, uh, eh, probably not. (laughs) Let's not say it. Something about multiplayer. Yeah, Yeah, you do need friends. That's for darn sure. (laughs) Well, uh, that leads me into my third category, which is most deplorable and awful gaming experience of the year. Oh, boy. So, yeah. So, as we've well established by this point, I have a lot to choose from here. And so, I'll just get right into it. Your nominees are Outbreak Chronicles, Mm. Dying Reborn. I've never heard of that. Alteric. What? Alteric? Alteric? All I've out. never heard of that yeah. either. Oh. And the winner is... Alteric! Okay. Oh my goodness! It was upset. No. So here you go. Outbreak Chronicles. We talked about this one last week. Mm. We agreed it it's bad. poor man's Resident Evil. Just awful. But it's, the good news it's is... It's not even poor man. It's like <laughs> disheveled homeless man. monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with Chin Doctor vomit all over him. and uh, <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, the ch- the good thing about it over is though the achievements are easy like it's really a small grind and you don't actually have to play the game all you have to do is keep replaying the first fifteen minutes of the game mm. just and then you then you quit out and then you start it over and then you get to a certain point and then you quit out and start over and and they're all all the the stuff is accumulative so uh, it it adds up for you so you only have to play like the first fifteen minutes of the game mm. granted you have to play it like you know twelve fifteen times but um. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, it's just awful. I mean, you can't, <laughs> like, like there's this one thing you get stuck in this loop where you, where you move towards like this. I remember well this one room. You move towards this one dresser. The second you move towards this dresser, it changes the camera angle. And as soon as it does that, you're running away from the dresser. So you have to kind of like eek over, like barely tap the the the, the control, and then it, as soon as it changes direction, you stop. Or else you're going to turn around and go back the other way. So you like get in this loop where it's just constantly changing the camera direction if you hold down one direction. Because if you're going towards it, then the camera angle changes to the other side, and then you're running away from it. It was awful. And so the other one was Dying Reborn. So this one, you've probably seen pictures of the cover art. It kind of sticks with you. It's like a giant fish, and you're like, what? What? And so... Uh, it's like a big fish on a, a guy's head. That's all I can okay. tell you about the. In my, and I know this is an audio <laughs> podcast, but my face is scrunched in a way that is super confused and 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 inquisitive. So well, well, you should probably check this one out. It is basically a saw type game, Ooh. I guess. So basically, you're trapped in this room. Actually, I've never watched those movies, so I don't know if that's accurate or not. We may have another Blair Witch issue here. <laughs> I don't know if it's the... But uh, I think it's where you're, like, trapped in a room. And you have to... Actually, you know what? I think it's more like an escape room. Because I didn't saw, like, aren't they, like... It's more like Guts and Glory where you're, like, losing arms and limbs and stuff. So let's just scratch that. It's more like an escape room. And so have you ever done uh, your typical escape room? I'm familiar with them. My, I... I... My wife is so anti-escape room, and I'm like, it would be so much fun. Like, we're both smart. We'd have a good time with it. She's absolutely not. So when yeah. she didn't give me a Christmas list, I told everybody she wanted – she she really likes experiences, and she would love oh, to do yeah. an escape room. Oh, right She's like, on. I swear to God, if any of my relatives get me an escape room pass, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you. <laughs> well, see, I, I really enjoy them. I, I actually, I did too. One. Oh, yeah. I've done a ton of these things, man. I've done, like – Shoot, I've probably done 15 of them. I did one with Tom when I went out to uh, San Fran. Uh, we did one together. We did the Alcatraz one. I've done them with students all over the place. I've done them, uh, man, multiple states. Whenever I go somewhere new, I like to do one just kind of, it's like a tradition, I guess. So, yeah, I've done a ton of these things. So, they, they used to be difficult, but now they kind of make it where everyone wins. Like, they just, they give out clues like they're just hand, I mean, they just, sure. they're like clue whores, man. They just give a clue after clue after clue and, 
Like they used to be in the good old days, man. You just get like three clues, and if you ask for an extra one, they take some time off the clock. But they don't do right. that anymore. I, I guess they got they figured out that someone else wasn't doing that, and that people were going there because they hated that. So you, you know what I hear? Uh, I saw <laughs> people this, like to win. Uh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I saw this thing. It said ninety nine percent of the world is stupid. Luckily, I'm in the three percent that isn't. <laughs> right on. Uh, I was like the uh, uh, statistically. Uh, speaking, uh, half of the world is, uh, what is it, uh, below average? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. You know, half the world's below average. <laughs> I mean, you never really think about it, but yeah, half the world is below average. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I did with a higher percentage. But So this game, uh, Dying Reborn, it's very notable. There's one thing that's really notable about it. It's not the gameplay, because it's like an escape room without the fun. Um, it's like, it's just drags on, but uh, fortunately, it's a very quick completion, so it's not just, you know, it doesn't take too long. But the most notable thing about this game is the dialogue. The dialogue is just awful. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is just so poorly acted out. And so, uh, like, have you played a lot of Artifacts, Mundi games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know how bad the dialogue is in that? Like, you know, like something, she's fighting for her life, and she's like, "Yeah, you won't get away from it with this. I am going to stop you. And it's just like, you know, it's just so unemotional and everything. Well, this one's even worse. Like, I mean, you're doing some really weird crap in this game. And so he's just kind of like, uh, I mean, you just, I don't want to spoil it. You got to try this game. man. It's, it, if nothing else for the dialogue, I mean, it's just hysterical. But it's, it, it crosses into a comical level. And so... I would have liked the game just on that alone because I, I like bad games. However, it committed the cardinal sin of Chivos. Uh-oh. So there's collectibles in this game. Yep. So I missed one. Now, I didn't miss one. It missed me missing one. So uh, it, it or missed me getting one, I should say. So I have, like, I don't know, whatever, the highest percentage you can get without having it pop. And so I don't know which one I missed or which one it thinks I missed. I went through the guide perfectly. I grabbed everything. I don't know what this problem is. And so I have to go back through this stupid game just for one random collectible. I don't know where it is yeah. just so I can get this completion over with. So as bad as that was, that wasn't as bad as I had it with Alteric. And you you don't know this one either? I've never heard of this thing. Okay, so have you ever played uh, Thomas Was Alone? Yes, Okay, it's kind of like that without anything good. Okay. Okay, so take away the funny dialogue, take away, you know, the interesting, you know, little squares, and all you're left with is like a little pixel that can jump. And so it's like an 8-bit platformer, and you're just basically trying not to die, and you're trying to get from point A to point B, and there's a lot of things that will kill you. Mm -hmm. So a little fun fact about it is, there's a Thomas was alone shout out in it. So uh, there's actually you find Thomas on level 27. He's in the upper left hand corner. Okay, yeah, it's, one, it's an achievement. Yeah, and so all I can say is level freaking 24. So if you Google or YouTube this game, you'll see if you type in Alteric, I'm sure the next thing that will follow is level 24. It's the only stage on this stupid little game that's that's very problematic, and so. It will try your patience. It is so bad. And there's only one checkpoint on the stage, and it's like way past the halfway mark, mm-hmm. kind of towards the end of the stage. But don't get me wrong. I'm glad it's there because that last half of this or last quarter of the stage is pretty bad too. But I took forever to get through the stage. I freaking spent a couple hours on this one little stage. And uh, a smarter person would have just gave up and like, Said, oh, I'll try it again later. Right. But I just stuck with it. And so I kept making the same mistakes. And you just get to this point where you're like making fun of yourself. Like, yep, of course you did that. <laughs> you, did that you did that last time. You jumped right into the spike. Why would you jump right into the spike? And so then there's like these lasers. And you're like, and you're so focused on trying not to do this one thing. Then you do something else. And you're like, oh, well, that's new. Of course you, you died there. That makes sense. And so I finally got through freaking level 24. It was worth the wait. I celebrated. I I remember I did it at at work. I I stayed after work. I spent my planning period, which was the last hour and a half of the day. I spent my whole planning period on it, and I spent like an hour into my own time beating level twenty four. And I'm like, all right, it's time to go home. And so I you know got to the next stage, turned the system off, 
And I was like, I'll just go finish this at home. And so I went home. I booted it up. And my save data was all wrong. I'm oh, like, no. why is it? Why is it still think I'm on level 21? And so I, I was like, oh no, what, 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 what's what? This isn't happening. This is no. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to screw it up. So I like aborted as fast as I could. And I'm like, oh no. And so then I like got to work the next morning. And I, I didn't even like. It was the first thing I went and did was I went back to my my Xbox in the back room and I'm like. Firing it up, <laughs> not getting ready for the school for the school day. I'm ready to see what is going on with my save data, and I fired up, and it's got me back at level 21 as well. Ugh. And so I'm like, "Are you freaking That's kidding me?" Worst. And so I had to beat level 24 again, and it took almost as long. I sat there and played that level yet again. I assure you there's no learning curve to get over. It's just a matter of not being <laughs> stupid and getting your, you know, not panicking at the wrong time and doing, I mean, maybe I got through it a little faster, but I finally did it. I beat level 24 again. I did it. I rejoiced and I was like, okay, I am not going anywhere until this game is over. <laughs> so I, I sat there and I stayed late yet again and I got all the way through this freaking game, got to the main boss. I, the boss has like four buttons on it. It's like a big square and you have to punch in all four buttons and he dies. So I beat the boss and then I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. It's over. And so the boss is like exploding and he's still exploding. Um, and then he's just there on the screen. And I'm like, well, on the, on the, uh, video watch, he kind of disappears. Um, you're supposed to get off my screen, dude. Like, give me my achievement. I'm done with you. I'm done with this game. I'm ready to get my completion and move on with my, my life. And so it just sat there. It just mm. sat there. I couldn't do anything. I'm like, what the hell? And so it wouldn't it wouldn't let me beat the boss. I beat the boss, but I couldn't beat the boss. So I no. closed down the game. I closed down the game, and then it thought I was like one stage before the boss. With that, That's okay. I can get through that stage. So I got through that stage, got to the boss again, killed him again. He just sits there on the screen. Every freaking time I kill the boss, he just sits there. He won't disappear off the screen and give me my achievement. So it was a very frustrating experience, needless to say. I still do not have the completion. They oh, owe me 100 man. points. It's 100 points. I, I, They owe me. I've done it like three times. I, I don't know. You should get 300 points. I know. Yeah. I, I, I just, it was. It's only fair. Yeah, I think uh, inflation and uh, and interest interest on my gamer score that I did not receive. God, that's so, the worst. I thought yeah. there was going to be a silver lining to that story when you said there you did it no, again, and when you did, you know, no. oh man. Well, you don't you don't just win, you know, most deplorable game of the year uh, by accident. Yeah, so. you know, I thought maybe <laughs> though that that there would be, uh, you know, just yeah. a, a nice turn of turnaround. <laughs> well, there was a small victory. Uh, in, building up to it where i defeated level 24 twice and that was momentous See, only to just have it shoved in my face yep i thought so. that was i thought that was building to something i thought you were you know oh. you're gonna reach this climax of you know <laughs> where the story was gonna peak turns yeah. out it was a m night Shyamalan story and you yep. you yep. just crapped on my face <laughs> so there, you go. there was that um <laughs> You know, I I don't have a particularly terrible moment uh, in gaming per se. I will say, you know, most of my terrible gaming experience happened because I don't sleep or didn't sleep uh, when I would be absolutely neglect my mental health and and stay up all hours of the night. Um, and so, having changed that in the recent uh, past. That you know things things kind of turned around a little bit, but I, it does bring me to uh, a, a moment that we just had a, a couple. What was it? A week ago, um, and and it it also ties into one of these just fun community moments. So I'm gonna I'm gonna harken back to 2017. Um, are you familiar with Rebellion uh, as far as a developer? Mm, no, can't say I've never heard of that. Okay, they are a British game studio, and uh, they're probably best known for Sniper Elite. Uh, if you're familiar with the Cyber Elite series, they uh, they have wonderful uh, bullet cam that that features very graphic testicle bursting, um, or <laughs> you know impact of the skull, and it's super graphic. Oh, uh, okay. Super fun. So in Sniper Elite V2, uh, you you play a World War II sniper, and they made some DLC that features an alternate universe, uh, an alternate World War II, where the undead corpse of Hitler. Is dabbling <laughs> into the occult, 
And and so knowing my love of zombies, this was 100% up my alley. And so we had a group together of Beer Me, uh, What the Fug, and Koosh Moose. And f- every week on Sunday nights from June through September, the entire summer of 2017, we'd get together and play this game. And it was awesome. And so we finally finished it. I, I don't have the completion in that yet. I have to, like, grind out skeleton kills or something just obnoxious or sever 10,000 <laughs> limbs, something obscene that requires a, a ton of time. But Rebellion had a new release this year titled Strange Brigade. Now, mm-hmm. Strange Brigade is essentially the same game as <laughs> Zombie Army Trilogy. Uh, it's only it features mummies and restless natives, you know, jungle-dwelling, Temple of Doom-type Temple I was, uh, of Doom, I, I was thinking it was going to feature Canadians instead of, uh, uh, but I think that's Strange, Strange Brew. Strange Brew, yeah, okay, yeah. right. Okay. Um, John Candy might be involved. Anyway, the narrator <laughs> in this is hilarious. He is very much of like a uh, old 1920s, uh, you know, real. if you watch the old black and white, like, oh, they're poised for adventure on the high seas, you know, super <laughs> British and just over the top. Uh, and so, you know, we had said, hey, when this, you know, when we all get this game, this has got to go back on our list. Well, thankfully, because of Xbox Game Pass, they put it on there. And so we were able to get the band back together and play through this. And we started up in early December because it came in uh, into Game Pass this month. So we've done about four weeks now. And so each level, they're, they're really big levels. Uh, and so we have been playing. Uh, one level uh, per night on Sunday nights. It takes us about two hours, an hour to two hours to get through one level. Now we are playing on extreme difficulty. But uh, so this last Christmas Eve, I guess it, it became Christmas Eve when we when we were done playing, we came across these uh, these critters. Uh, so they are essentially minotaurs. They are, you know, if you have you ever heard of the old uh, the Grecian bull? That old torture device uh, that was used in ancient Greece actually it was only used once against the guy who created it uh, because it was so horrible. But it's like this big—I'm going to say bronze, but it's it's black. It's like a black, you know, opal is probably the wrong word. Obsidian, maybe I don't know, but it is—it looks like black porcelain. Uh, and he is a just bull-headed monster. Okay, you can imagine the attack of a bull-headed monster, uh, what that would entail. So you are adventurers, human adventurers, and this is a bipedal minotaur. Uh, and then there are these other clowns running around who are essentially carnival fire breathers. Uh, and so they run around just blowtorching you with their fire. This one final battle, and, and I know it was the final battle because we had to shoot this stupid thing to, to finish the level, uh, culminated with two of these bulls running around, and the the scrubs, the add-ons, were about six of these fire breathers. Now, if you kill a fire breather, they are infinitely spawning. And so you have to dis- dispatch the two bulls um, without, you know, and just dealing with the fire breathers. You are much slower than a charging bull, and you have very little firepower to deal with these things and so we spent i'm gonna say one straight probably 90 minutes on one single battle i think we repeated it about 10 to 15 times all of which ended in futility we never beat it it was so frustrating Uh, i don't even know how like we gotta jack these weapons up like you wouldn't believe but all in all I had a, a very wonderful time uh, from a community standpoint, but bo- that was probably the one of the worst experiences to end uh, to end a session with, of just getting beaten to the ground by some hideous uh, bull monster. You got you got to play some games with some people, Elroy. Not the achievement <laughs> fa- hunting factory, yeah, or the achievement uh, farm, or whatever you get. What do you call it? <laughs> student student achievement factory. That's what there it is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, come on. TM man. right? TM. Yeah. That's trademarked for sure. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that's my surprise, but yeah, I've never played that game. <laughs> it's in yeah, Game Pass, man. You don't have Game Pass? Uh, Foof has it, so I guess I got it, yeah. There's, a bu- there's some easy stuff in there. You should uh, uh, you should tackle it. All right, I'll... Uh, Make the students uh, go after I'll, uh, it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Do you have a logo for your student factory? 
Yeah, you made me one. You don't remember? I was it me personally who made it, or just the? Uh, you're, I don't. You I don't remember. Me, yeah. if I, uh, oh, that's right. I did make it. Do you, yeah, do you still yeah. save it? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a quick just crop job. Oh, that, but that that just I ba- I barely put my heart into that. <laughs> well, I, in my view, you you put a, you put it all the way. I in put enough that, heart. That, yeah, it was it was it was. I felt the love. So sure. Yeah, we were all. That's over. right. So, I remember that. That's great. <laughs> so well, let me get to my last category because I think we're pushing an hour, and you know, people probably are tuning out by now. Yeah, yeah. So if you make it this far, you get to hear the last category, which is Chivo of the Year. Ooh. Yeah. So this is for the single Chivo that I just like best this year. Yeah. That's not the one I'm most proud of, but just the one I like best. So your nominees are Beat the Beat Up from Shape Up, Beyond the Impossible, Battletoads Rare Replay, and Someone Set Up Us the Bomb. From S3 Spyro Reignited. And your winner is... That's all three of them. (laughs) It's my award show. I can do what I want. So, (laughs) so, the first one is Beyond the Impossible and Battletoads. So, my history with this Chivo is well decorated. You can tell it's getting close to uh, tomorrow. (laughs) It's pumpkin time. (laughs) <laughs> it is well documented and when we used to do the what the L and so I talked about this ad nauseum on the on that program and it appeared in my RTDL list I didn't like it and I just sat there and I finally just did it and so it has a 9.90 ratio and so if you look at my achievement history it is the highest ratio that I have on any achievement other than some Minecraft crap that I got for that tournament earlier. So, uh, for like feeding a dolphin or something. I mean, it was some aquatic update in Minecraft and one of the versions I did. So, it's my highest real achievement in what I view. So, boy, I I killed like so many frogs. Like, so many frogs. It was just... It was just... uh, Sounds like me mowing my lawn. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. We got frogs all over the place down here, man. They... Yeah, it's. I feel bad. I, I'm just like. Whoa. I feel bad too. Uh, yeah, especially when they get shot out of there, and you're oh, yeah. still kind of, and you're like, they're. It's kind of like guts and glory, and they're missing <laughs> a couple arms, but uh, they're they're still not incapacitated. And I'm just like, now should I end this for them? And so usually I'll just go ahead and put the heel down on them and and put them out of their misery. But yeah, anyhow, great conversation. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. I, I decimated the frog population. I don't know if they made it to see your thieves or not, but if they didn't, it's because of me because <laughs> I killed them all. And so I got really pumped when I finally freaking did this turbo tunnel, which is you have to make it through the turbo tunnel. If you never played Battletoads, it's one of the many possible things that that game has you do. And so once you got to make a complete loop. You got to make it all the way through it without dying. Like, way through no checkpoints you hit the checkpoints but they're not going to count for anything because when you die a second later you're back at the beginning so you gotta go all the way through it and it gets fast and yet a lot of jumping a lot of stuff flying at you things dropping stuff at you and what really made me mad is i looked it up online and there was like some dude that did it blindfolded but i mean come on get up get over yourself i mean i mean really blindfolded did you really have to go there but (laughs) i uh I felt a very big sense of accomplishment when I got this freaking achievement. And so that's why it made one of the three. The beat the beat em up, the shape up, talked about that last week. Don't need to go back there. And then the last one was someone set up us the bomb. Now, do you understand that reference? You know, I've never played the game, but I do. I actually have a book that talks about that, uh, the someone... history of video games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's from the Zero Wing meme. Uh, which is most widely known for all your base are belong to us. And so someone set up as the bomb is kind of like the undercard. I am a huge fan of this meme. And I like, I don't know. It just spoke to me when it first came out or I guess not when it first came out, but when it first became a meme. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I actually have a move zig license plate. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> Move Zig license plate. I, I finally stopped paying extra for it, but I'd, for at least two years I had a Move Zig license plate. And I actually had someone at a gas station tell me, "Hey, dude, I get your license plate. That's cool, man." And so uh, I don't have anything anymore. I don't have any vanity plates anymore. But all your base art belongs to us. 
it's kind of the show off of the meme. Everybody knows that one. And so it only makes sense that there's seven instances of it. Like if you look at achievements, right. there's about seven versions of all your base. In fact, I just unlocked one. There's one in this crap little game called Deployment where you have to get all the bases and then you unlock all your base Arbolandos. So I did enjoy that popping up on my screen, but not nearly as much as I enjoyed this because this one was kind of like the undercard. So it finally made its way to the big show. So it was like, it meant a lot to me. And I was like, I wonder if any of these other ones exist and they don't. So I'm calling on all developers. Rataleka, that means you. I know you can have a game done by morning. And so I need one for uh, an achievement called For Great Justice. I need an achievement called How Are You Gentlemen? And I need a, an achievement called Make Your Time. And so <laughs> I want all three of those. And But anyway, I have no idea what this achievement was for. I think it was the uh, it popped during the monkey sequence with a like you're shooting a bunch of rhinos on jet skis or something, and all of a sudden it popped, and uh, I got the achievement. Um uh, it just it, it just meant a lot to me seeing it pop up in the little achievement bubble and someone set us up the bomb. It's pretty so, cool. Or someone set up us the bomb. And so, yeah, it, it was my achievement of the year along with those other two. Butterbean, butterbean. That's fun. I, you know, they and, and True Achievements asked for my achievement of the year voting and stuff. It's just so hard. I don't remember specific. Like one was just for like, what's a really funny name? And it's like, you know. There's plenty of clever people out there. I don't. I don't really pay attention that much, but I can't think of anything specifically like I worked so hard at. I can't even <laughs> imagine doing yeah. the loop in Battletoads. That just blows oh, my mind. Man, that was awful. Just awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was rewarding at the end. Uh, and unlike Alteric, I got credit for it when I did it. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the key right there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so are you anyhow. so uh, huh? with the award show closing are you do you do you have some things you're excited for in 2019 is that an upcoming show uh, i'm, I'm oh, curious so. what your plans are for the future now that uh, we've put a bow on 2018 have you have you changed your mindset at all or is it still just garbage in garbage out <laughs> gigo all the way man i uh, <laughs> i'm going to uh try to do I don't know. I'm always good for at least two hundred thousand a year. So this year, I think I I, don't, I put up way past that, and uh, I think I could. I don't know. I'll just go for your typical eight hundred thousand by end of the year for next year, and uh, see. Yeah, that's legit, man. That's some yeah. pretty big darn numbers. Yeah, and then all the rest of it, I'm sure it'll go up. Probably will hit one million TA maybe if I hit eight hundred thousand gamer score. So, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know. What about you? You got some big goals? You know, I hopefully, well, I guess I don't know when this uh, show is coming out, but I'm putting my list together. I always put together 10 goals, 10 gaming-related goals, and 10 uh, personal life-related goals. And oh, okay. so I need to I need to get my list together because it's, uh, you know, end of the year here. So It is, man. I will have my lists available relatively soon, but you can imagine that my completions challenge uh, and, and just this this obnoxious gaming list that i want to tackle uh or on those lists so it's uh, it was a good good year 2018 you know Fantastic. gaming wise i i put up more score than i uh, i think i ever have so that being said right. everything is a lot easier yes. <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> ah, that's just a little asterisk in the uh, sure. the column there no one looks at the asterisk no no, <laughs> Barry Bonds is still on the list, man. That's right. That's right. No asterisk. We don't get an asterisk. We don't get an asterisk for all those ACA and sometimes you and Rattalekas and uh, all that other garbage. So, yeah. But anyhow, I think that wraps it up. Um, yeah, we finished at fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. It looks oh, like. look at Fantastic. that. Oh, and yeah. you know what? And and the the music they're playing us off. Of course, you know it, they're giving us the cut symbol. We should wrap up our, our, our thank yous and, and segments. And so it's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Ah, thank you. Until next time, stay a while. And scene. <laughs>